You're listening to the PFWC podcast with me, Carly Compton, a podcast created to help you learn strategies to overcome that bully inside your head, ways to practice self-love, awareness and understanding of eating disorders, how to embrace the body you have been given, and develop a healthy relationship with food, exercise, and most importantly, yourself. Here at the PFWC Podcast, we find it important to create a safe space and a place for individuals to come to learn how to create that lifestyle that works for them. We're dropping comparisons, fighting unrealistic beauty standards, and coming together to show the world that all bodies are beautiful and that healthy looks different on everyone. Sit back, relax, and get ready to grow together. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode number two of the PFWC podcast. This episode is really special because it is our first ever interview episode, and I could not be more excited about the conversation that I'm about to have with the one and only Georgia Gibbs. Um, If you don't know who Georgia is, she is a model. She is an entrepreneur, she is a self-love advocate, and she is the founder of Anybody Co., which is an Instagram movement that is working to make all individuals feel comfortable in their body and have a place to go to celebrate and to feel empowered. And she is also the founder of Joy by Georgia, which is a wellness program that was created to help individuals nourish their soul open their mind, and move their body. So I'm really excited to be sitting down with Georgia today, hear her story, get some tips and tricks from her, and really just talk about some really important topics um, and share it with you all. So let's go ahead and welcome the beautiful Georgia Gibbs. Thanks, Kali. I appreciate that. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening. I'm so excited to chat with you today. Um, Kali, you equally inspire me as well. So thank you. Happy to be here. First thing is I wanted to share just how Georgia and I met. Um, So (laughs) random. So when I first moved to L.A., I was like just trying to make friends, didn't know anyone. Um, and had been following Georgia for quite some time. And she'd posted something about an event that Project Teal was organizing. Um, and I'd never heard of Project Teal. And it was something that I was really, really interested in. And Georgia, the amazing woman that she is, reached out and invited me to this event with Project Teal. Um, and so I went to this event, met Georgia, and instantly knew that she was just someone I needed to have in my life and someone who I knew was going to be supportive and um, kind of just really understood that I was new to L.A. and didn't really know who my people were or what I was doing. So um, Georgia took me under her wing and introduced me to Project Heal, which is an organization that I'm in love with and have fallen in love with. Um and so that's kind of how Georgia and I met. She just like, I just reached out to you on a whim. <laughs> yeah, she just like swooped me up and took me under her wing when I was my most vulnerable and not really knowing what I was supposed to be doing here in LA. So I'm so thankful for her and our friendship. So thank you for that, Georgia. You're welcome, babe. I got you. <laughs> um, the first thing I kind of just wanted to talk about was 
how did you start? How did Georgia become who she is today? And how did, you know, what is the motivation behind what you're doing and what you've done and what you want to do? Yeah, so I think that's the most common question um, I get and um, people that I guess are building businesses or seem to have a somewhat successful career. Everybody's kind of like, how did you start? And I feel like that's often the hardest part is, you know, today we're so blessed to be in the land of opportunity um, and having so many opportunities. It's kind of like, okay, but where do I start? What is my priorities? And I really feel like when you're figuring out where to start, you have to sit down and really see what your values are. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, for my values were inclusivity, people feeling included, making people feel like they belong. I'm a big people's person, as you know, Carly. Mm-hmm. So for me, I knew that everything I was doing had to fundamentally involve that for me to feel fulfilled. Um, but from the very beginning, I grew up in Perth, Western Australia. I, you know, I was going to uni, like that's all I planned to do. And then I ended up on a TV show for modeling, funny enough, <laughs> which my best friend, who's still my best friend, who's getting married in October, actually kind of forced me to do. And then from there, I kind of started modeling, but I got so many no's at the beginning. Everybody would pick me apart and be like, you know, your hips are too big. Um, you're too curvy, you're too this, you're too commercial, you'll never be international, blah, 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 haters, haters. Um, and I just didn't take no for an answer. And that's my biggest, um, I just did a YouTube video on it, actually. That's my biggest piece of advice. Never take no as an answer, because at the end of the day, everything in our lives when we involve other people is based on perspective. So your beauty, your talent, your whatever it is, is all perspective based so there's always going to be people that are going to say no but I guarantee there'll be someone that will say yes so it's just not giving up um so when I moved to the other side of the country I finally found that one person that believed in me and that's when I started modeling throughout Australia Sports Illustrated found me I ended up moving to London moving to America um and had a lot of ups and downs on the way but I guess when my modeling career really started to grow it was a really conflicting time because to me, I've got two older sisters that look nothing like me. We are super, super close. And I felt really conflicted because I had suddenly become the girl that was on the magazines that was in the spotlight that had this, you know, size two frame and blonde hair and whatever. And I was the girl that a lot of girls were comparing themselves to. And I therefore felt like a big part of the problem of the way that women feel. So, you know, all the photoshopped, retouched images, um, me on my best day always. Um, So I definitely felt like I had become a part of the problem. And to me, that was really conflicting. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. that was when um, my friend Kate, we were sitting together and I was like, look, I need to do something that fulfills my soul because modeling is great. It's allowed me to build a platform it's allowed me to have a voice but now like what is the message and that message was anybody and that was an inclusive community where all women felt worthy and felt like they were no matter who they were standing next to no matter what they were looking at being able to know that they're perfect the way that they were and that for me gave me so much fulfillment Um, and anybody still, you know, like such an amazing community today, it's diversified a lot. 
Um, I run the platform by myself now um, just because Kate and I are on different sides of the planet and have crazy schedules. And I just think it was something that I couldn't let go. (laughs) Um, So that was anybody. It was really that. It was me trying to really make a difference in the modeling industry. And originally I wanted to diversify marketing. So I launched anybody because I wanted everyone in the modeling industry to look at that and see beauty beyond the size two frame that I was and really include other women in marketing so that when women are walking down the street and seeing those campaigns, they can go, oh, she looks like me. And they feel represented and therefore they have more self-worth, more self-belief. And, you know, they're not having so much self-hate because they don't look like 0.005% of Mm -hmm. the population. So that really was anybody for me. And then in the last few months, I launched Joy by Georgia, which is an online wellness program. And basically, to me, Joy is kind of, it's like the rebirthing of anybody. So basically, anybody was the community built to make people realize that beauty comes in all different shapes and sizes and to showcase that everybody is beautiful, right? Joy is the how-to's to build that body confidence because it's all well and good to post the pictures of different girls who can relate to that. But Joy is a psychology-based program that is actually about building that self-confidence on a mental level. So building health, you know, holistically inside out. So that's something that I'm so, so proud of. I've partnered with Dr. Catherine, who's one of my closest friends. Um, She's been working in women's mental health for 15 years. Um, And yeah, we've had so much incredible feedback so far so that's kind of where I'm at today well first of all that's incredible and I think that just hearing an explanation as to where anybody comes from is it I think it is so incredibly motivating because I talk to girls every day who are like I want to stand up and I want to be a voice but I am too small or people are going to think like I can't relate to certain things and that is not how it should be. Um, and I, I think like every day, honestly, I fight with that every day. I got to a point where I stopped posting anything that had me in it on anybody because I actually felt discluded from this inclusive you know, community that I had created that was all about being more than your appearance. But yet I felt like because I'm a size two blonde model that I didn't belong there. And then I got to a point where I was like, hell no, I created this. I love you guys. So you guys are going to love me too. But yeah, that's definitely something that I feel like I've been fighting against for a long time. And at times has really knocked my confidence so much that I felt about giving up on it and being like, you know what, this is making me miserable because people don't accept me. But then I got to a point where I was like, you know what? No, (laughs) there's so much reward in it. And the more that we teach people to quit comparing, the less they're going to compare themselves to me, the more we're going to become an inclusive community. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so important that when we talk about inclusivity, we're not just talking about including, you know, curvier models and in bigger models. It's really about including everyone and making sure that all body types are being represented from, you know, size zero all the way up to a size 26, you know, like it's so important that what you're doing with anybody is showing people 
that no matter your size, no matter, you know, what you look like, everyone struggles with insecurities. Everyone struggles with things that they dislike about themselves. And it's so important that we continue to preach and continue to show people that yeah, insecurities don't have a look. They don't have a size. <laughs> they don't have a look. And yeah. that's what anybody is showing people every single day. And I think that's so important. Thanks, babe. Yeah. To, to be completely honest, I see a lot of platforms now that are, you know, real women have curves. I hear that one a lot. Um, you know, it's, there's a lot of platforms that are, and I'm going to get in trouble for saying it because I always do, but I'm honest. There's a lot of platforms that are empowering one group of people, but by, like, it's all for empowering minorities, 100%. But there are some platforms now that are so one way that it's actually creating a lot of separation. Now, I've seen it a lot in the modeling industry where, you know, there's a big divide now between curve and straight size girls. And it's so funny. Half my friends are curve models and we laugh about it. But it, it is like such a big segregation um and you know I'm all for it you know my sisters are like a 14 and 16 and all I want is every woman to be represented and feel amazing but real women don't have curves real women have whatever the fuck they have and however mm -hmm. they look and I get in trouble a lot because I'm just like you know what like I don't I hate those terms I don't like pigeonholing anyone I don't like putting labels or stereotypes on anybody I just want everyone to empower each other and bring women together yeah. And I think that that's something that a lot of people are forgetting about and missing out on. Um, and I think like, especially for me, it's difficult because I fall right in the middle. I don't, I'm not super small and I'm also not considered plus size. So it's like difficult for people to look at me and be like, well, how can you fight for inclusivity if you've never actually, you don't actually know what it feels like to be left out or not included. Yeah. Um, and it's like, that's really, that's, that's, that's not the point. Um, and I think that just getting everyone included and making sure that everyone feels comfortable in their body and coming to a platform where they feel like they can share what they're struggling with, no matter their size, no matter, you know, what it is, is so important. And I really appreciate that about anybody. So thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> Um, could you talk a little bit about joy and kind of like what's included with joy, like kind of what your goals are with that? Totally. So if you're listening to this, I'm sure like all of us, you have fallen into the trap of, you know, this is my seven, lose 10 kilos in seven days guide. This is my, um, guide to get your summer body ready. Um, you know, bikini, booty, boot camps, whatever it is. God damn it. Um, we've all fallen trapped to it. You know, when I was first modeling, I would starve myself and then I would binge eat and then I would go on crazy diets and I'd cut out this and that and whatever. And it's just like, it's not anything that anyone can maintain or do healthily or do happily. So for me, joy was basically, I got really sick at the end of last year. I was sick for like eight months. Um, I got like really severe acne. I couldn't work. Basically, my gut just got trashed. That's a whole nother podcast. But basically, in the time that I was really sick, 
I'm someone that has such a busy brain and always has to be doing something. So I sat there and I was like, I can't work. I don't feel good. I have to just lay on the couch and try and heal. How can I turn this into a positive? And I started brainstorming all of my values in that moment. And my values were health. My values were finding balance. My values were trying to heal my mental health because I was extremely anxious. My values were teaching every woman that I don't care how you look. I don't care what size you are. Like beauty comes in all diversity, but I want you to be healthy with it. Not because I want you to have a six pack, not because, you know, like whatever. It's because in 50 years time, when you're a 70 year old woman, I don't want you to have osteoporosis. I don't want you to have high blood pressure and, you know, all of these like long-term illnesses because it's all well and good to treat your body badly while you're 20. But what about when you're 30 or you're 40 or you're 50? And when my health was at its worst, I was like, damn, this is all caused from stress. I'm 23. What am I going to be like if I keep trashing my body like this? And I sat there and I wrote my values down. And those were my values. It was finding wellness, finding balance, healing my mental health. It was moving my body, but not being obsessive. Um, And that's where joy came from. I wanted to take the the stress I wanted to take the chores out of moving your body I wanted everyone to include things for the mind in their everyday routine that are really easy whether it's one of the 10 minute meditations one of the 15 minute yoga flows whether it's just opening the app and every day you've got a new affirmation that brightens your day whether it's one of the 25 articles that Dr. Katz written about all different things whether it's skin health or gut health or you know anxiety um that's what I wanted I wanted women to open their phone click on the app and feel uplifted and feel joyful and by doing that living a well-rounded healthy lifestyle and obviously if you move your body you're going to get physical results that's a given I don't need to market that and to me I've got 500 recipes on there but there's no calories there's no restrictive eating there's not even a meal plan there's just here you go I'm going to put in front of you these 500 recipes, which are really easy to decipher through. It's your choice because your health is in your hands to choose what you want to eat and what you enjoy. And I believe that's the only way that you can hold, like you can maintain long-term health is not by following these crazy, crazy meal plans, not by crash diets, not by working out seven days a week and exhausting your body. It's about having balance. And to me, that's joy. I love love that. that. I think the reason I love it so much um, is one, because it hits every single point that is so incredibly important. Um, It reminds me a lot of the things that I focus on with Paradise Fitness with Carly and just, you know, teaching women how to have that healthy relationship with food and have that healthy relationship with exercise, but understanding that it has to start within yourself and it has to start with your mindset. And I think that, I mean, almost all of us can relate to doing all of these diets and being told that if you follow this meal plan strictly, if you do this exercise strictly, you're going to see these results. We do that and we don't see those results. And then we feel 10 times shittier about ourselves. 
Totally. And so, unfortunately, there's a whole bunch of celebrities right now that are sitting on Instagram advertising products for tens of thousands of dollars, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars, and kind of selling their soul with it. And young people are so incredibly impressionable. I know when I was 17, I would have bought something that someone was selling. And whether it's a diet lollipop or it's a get my ass in seven days booty plan, whatever it is, unfortunately, young people are so impressionable. And that's what I'm trying to change. Um, It's kind of the worst money-making idea ever because I'm genuinely trying to make people healthy in the long term. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. I don't care because I can sleep at night knowing that women are doing my program and are feeling better about themselves. Um, So it is a constant fight against these crazy binge diets that I see on Instagram. Yeah. And it's, it's something that, you know, it's like a fight that you feel like can't be won on certain days because you're like all of these huge companies and all of these huge celebrities have, you know, all of these before and afters. They're selling their marketing plan, which is the best marketing plan ever to insecure women. Mm -hmm. That's why, you know, surgeons are making so much money. I'll say it blatantly is because they're like, here's a before and after this girl. She looked like this. Now she looks like that. And, you know, we're women. When I was desperate to look that way, I would have bought it, too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's the best business plan, the worst moral plan I've ever seen. But so many companies are doing it and they're doing it successfully. But I guarantee the turnover of people that join whatever program this before and after is, they don't last because they do it. They realize, oh, that's her genetics. That's her health journey. That's not mine. And I mean, it's sad and I do definitely feel defeated some days. But I also know that as a community, through having a positive voice on social, through seeing other girls sharing their stories and mental health becoming such a big topic that eventually (laughs) I'm really hoping the world will switch. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully. Um, What is some advice that you would give a young girl who is seeing those ads on Instagram and who is having these feelings, those feelings that I have had before, those feelings that you have had before of, oh, this this seems like such an easy way to get this dream body that I've been dreaming of or to get the attention of all of these other people that I wish would just look at me and think that I look, you know, all of these negative thoughts we have about ourselves. Mm -hmm. What is some advice that you could give a young girl or boy um, who is seeing that and having these negative thoughts? So to me, it's this structure of the dream body will therefore make me happy. And, and, and this is a structure that we have to talk about and I talk about with Dr. Catherine all the time, is period. I have had people say, damn, you have the dream body. You have the small ways, you've got this, you've got that. And I was so unhappy because happiness doesn't start with the way that you look. Like I have had people being like, you look your best. You look, you know, you're thinnest, you're tonest, whatever it is. And I've been damn my most unhappy because happiness does not start with the way that you look. And that's why we have to stop comparing ourselves to other people because so many girls compare themselves to me. And I feel like sometimes shouting to the world being like, damn, every day I'm not happy. It all starts with 
your mindset. And when you see these ads, it's really hard because especially when we're young, we have an impressionable mind, but you have to rationalize. That ad is just a money-making scheme that is playing on your insecurities and you don't need that. Yes. All you need is you, your health, your happiness to find balance and that's going to give you these long-term results. It's finding happiness in who you are and the way you look right now, which sounds hard and sounds scary, but it starts with your mental health, 100%. Yes, I think that another thing that's so important is that with social media, and I tell people this all the time, is to make sure you're following accounts that are empowering you. And it's going to be impossible to filter out all of those toxic ads and filter out all of those toxic celebrities who are, you know, posting things that probably shouldn't be up on Instagram. Um, but just making sure that you're following accounts like anybody and you're following accounts, you know, that are empowering you and that are uplifting you and that are showing all of these diverse body types. And when you go, that's where I put it back on everyone. And I'm pretty harsh. I say it how it is because I've Mm -hmm. been there. But like your health is in your hands, your happiness is in your hands, and it's up to you to actively make a change. So if you're following all these ads and you're feeling bad about yourself and you're not making that change, you've only got yourself to blame. Mm-hmm. And That's I always great. say to people, if I make you feel bad, unfollow me. Mm-hmm. And this is where like your power is in your hands. Unfollow the people that make you feel bad. If you're feeling bad on that day, get outside, get some sunshine, be proactive. And I know it's hard. I've been so depressed and not wanting to get out of bed. But at the end of the day, I'm the only person, you are the only person that can pull you out of the way that you feel. And that is what's honestly most important. And once you have developed those like strategies and techniques that you know make you feel good, it does become easier. Um, So if you're listening and you're like, well, you're making it sound so easy. It's not easy. It's not easy to get in a place where you feel good and you feel 100% comfortable in your body. That takes work and that takes time. Um, But it's just so important that people understand that the long-term goal is so much more important than that short-term body that is probably going to just go right back to where it's supposed to be in a couple of months when you get off of that diet. And so just understanding that is so important. And I'm so thankful that you are so consistent in preaching these kinds of things and standing up to, you know, people who tell you that, you know, you have that quote unquote perfect body. How do you, what makes you feel like, how do you, how are you insecure? Why do you feel you can be insecure when you already have this quote unquote perfect body? Um, and just kind of standing up to people and just being like, that's not the point. Like the point isn't to have that perfect body and all of a sudden our problems are fixed. Um, they're still going to be there. (laughs) Often I think to myself, I'm like, I would probably be making so much more money, be so much more successful if I posted my body every day on Instagram, photoshopped the hell out of it, smoothed some shit, like, you know, did all this stuff that just goes, like, it's not against posting swimwear pictures, but, like, all the things that go against my values and not just being the real me and having a message. Um, And I often think those things. But I would damn sight rather make one woman feel good if it's just one 
Um, I know that I'm making my sisters feel good and making my mom proud. Um, that for me is everything. Yeah. And that's incredible and so inspiring. And I think that being yourself and being real and being raw and, you know, opening up on Instagram and not posting those photoshopped photos, I think it makes people respect you a lot more. I think it makes people realize like, yeah, Georgia is open to sharing these hard times with us and we respect her for that. That was probably one of my hardest probably one of the hardest things I've ever done. And a lot of people comment and say, oh my God, first of all problems. Um, but when I got my acne, I'm sure attached to this podcast, there'll be a photo of it somewhere. But um, I have never been so depressed and such a mess. And, you know, I went from having this quote unquote flawless skin um, to being riddled with acne. And often when it first happened I wanted to share my story on Instagram but I'll be honest like I was not strong enough when it first happened I couldn't leave the house I wouldn't FaceTime my mom she would be so upset and so offended because I wouldn't turn the screen on I just wouldn't I would hide from my boyfriend I'd make excuses to not see him for weeks at a time and literally just lock myself away and I remember the one time I left the house to go and get my laser treatment because, damn, my underarms were getting out of hand. <laughs> um, and I walked in and the girl's like, oh, my God, what happened to your face? Wow. And, and I know she didn't mean anything by it. Mm-hmm. But did I go back out my house for the next few months? No. And it really taught me. I've always been someone that practices your more than your appearance. And I've had some pretty crazy insecurities in my life, but that was really like, unless you've had that severe acne, it's pretty hard to relate to. But that I had to literally learn, like you're more than your appearance. I couldn't work. And I felt like it was never going to get better. It just got worse and worse and worse. It's been like nine months now where my skin's finally getting back to how it was. But for a couple months there, I was having panic attacks almost every day. I couldn't sleep. I was depressed. I was also sick on the inside as well. So that didn't help. It wasn't just acne. It was actually like a, that's a whole nother story. But what I'm trying to say is I really had that stripped for me. And that's what made me even more passionate about joy. Because my face, my hair falling out, my depression came from my mental health. Because I was running anybody, I was modeling full time, I had a sick dad, I had a boyfriend who cheated on me, I had all this shit go on, and I wasn't looking after me, and my mental health, I was having panic attacks, my adrenals were ruined, and I wasn't putting myself first. And it had to manifest in the physical for me to do something about it. So that's why I created, that's why I created joy. And it's so, you know, it's so incredibly important to me for that reason. Yeah, that's something that I think a lot of people forget about, especially with Instagram and social media, is that it's it's hard to relate to someone when they're constantly just posting the perfect and they're constantly just posting all of the good stuff going on in their life. So I feel like when you can show what's actually happening and be real and be raw it makes things a lot more relatable yeah I completely agree so 
Um, yes. So that's so powerful. And I'm so happy that you were able to, you know, open up about your acne and share with people how difficult it really is, but also the importance of getting your mental health in line and understanding that it all starts there and you have to really take yourself first and think of yourself and your health and your long-term health and all of that before you can start thinking about your outside physical appearance. And so I think you're an incredible example of that. And I think that it's really motivating to so many women, and no matter how difficult it seems and no matter how far away that might seem for someone, it's definitely possible. And it's something that if you're listening and you feel that you're never going to get to a place where you feel good in your skin or you feel like you're ever going to appreciate and love your body for what it is, keep pushing on, keep going, because I promise you can get there. And women like Georgia and myself are here for you. And we promise to always be there for you to support you and to offer you that love that you need in order to get to a good place. So yeah, I completely agree, Kali. Yeah, I think it all stems from your mental health. So if I had three tips for, you know, boosting your confidence, feeling better about yourself, number one is your affirmations so something that makes you feel really good every day or something that releases old energy so when I was dealing with some stuff I was like I forgive everybody that's hurt me and I would just repeat that in my head until eventually you really start believing it um another you know another one you could feel whatever your insecurity is it's like I acknowledge this insecurity I acknowledge my legs or my thighs or my butt or my boobs whatever it is but it doesn't define me. And it's having these positive affirmations at the beginning and the end of your day. And then the second one is when you feel uh, a negative thought creeping in, acknowledge that, accept that, understand that, and then go back at it with something positive. So don't let yourself sit in it. Just acknowledge mm-hmm. that that came into your mind and then focus on something else in your day that's good. Um, so they're like my two biggest tips that I try and do. I also find meditation really, really helps. Um, I have a really busy mind as well, so I understand it's hard for some people. Um, but there is guided meditations on joy, which is super helpful, um, just to balance and clear the mind because that's where it all starts. Yes, exactly. Thank you so much for sharing those. I think that those three things are really, really important and helpful. And I think a lot of times people get so lost and confused and overwhelmed with where to begin. And I think it is much simpler than a lot of people make it seem. Um, And so I think just finding what works for you and listening to yourself and looking at your, your life and what you have going on and figuring out, okay, I can squeeze this in and I can try this and it may work. It may not work. And that's okay. And kind of just experimenting and finding those things that work for you and that allow you to just overcome those negative thoughts when they creep up and to stay strong and to show yourself the most love and respect that you deserve. So Georgia Gibbs, you're amazing. And I'm really, really happy that 
I got to have you on here and that we got to chat a little bit about the stuff that, you know, means the world to you and the stuff that you're using to change the world and to help women feel more comfortable in their skin every single day. And, um, if you're not following Georgia, you definitely should, um, go follow Georgia, Georgia, where can we find you? Um, you can find me at Georgia Gibbs underscore, or you can find me at joy by Georgia Gibbs as well. Perfect. Or anybody Pick or one. anybody or all. <laughs> <laughs> she's all over the place and she's <laughs> killing it. And I'm so thankful to have had her on today. So Georgia, is there anything else you wanted to say right before we jump off here? No, just if you're having a bad day, um, remember that tomorrow's a new one and impermanence is key. So just know that everything is temporary. What a beautiful human Georgie Gibbs is. I am so incredibly humbled and thankful to have been able to sit down and chat with her. Um, one last reminder for everyone listening Don't forget to head to our Patreon, www.patreon.com slash Paradise Fitness with Carly and sign up to be a patron. Um, Get exclusive access to videos behind the scenes, um, workouts, whatever I feel like sharing with you all. Um, So you can head to patreon.com slash Paradise Fitness with Carly and read a little bit more about that. Also, please make sure to give us a rating. One star, two stars, five stars. Um, Give us a rating. Let me know how the podcast is going for you. Um, Leave a review. This is how I am able to figure out if I'm meeting your needs and to think about what I need to change in order to meet your needs and give you all episodes that you actually enjoy. So leave a rating leave a review, and lastly, share the podcast. This would mean so much to me. Um, As you all know, my message and my dream is to be able to reach as many individuals as possible and to spread this lifestyle of loving yourself and learning how to Look at yourself in the mirror and appreciate who you are. Um, And I want to get that message out to as many people as possible. So share the podcast, get the word out there, and thank you so much for your love and your support. And keep an eye out for episode number three of the PFWC podcast. Thanks for listening, and I will talk to you all later. Bye-bye.